Hey, so Storm Freaks, this is Phil, and this is episode 204, and for the first time, we've got veteran storm chaser Mike Scantlin joining us tonight. We're going to show him some of our hashtag weather fools, and we're also going to be booting up weather trollbot here in the back for tonight. Uh, it's all going to be on this episode of Stormfront Freaks Live! Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Welcome. Welcome to the most entertaining weather show. This is Stormfront Freaks Live, and it's brought to you by our amazing Patreon members. Uh, our Patreon teammates are all going to be scrolling across the bottom of the screen, but we do want to welcome a couple new EF5 members, Tame McLean and Rob Strecker. So uh, welcome to both of you. You can join our team as well. Get access to our exclusive Facebook group. We've got over 50 of our past guests on there. Uh, we'll be sending an invite to Mike to join us on that as well. We've got a number of tiers, including some with exclusive merchandise, but you can help support our show and join the team for as little as $5 a month. Get all the details at stormfrontfreaks.com. So uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, we, we like to have a little happy hour no matter what time we do this show, but uh, it's always 5 o'clock somewhere. Uh, but it's a great way to introduce the co-hosts that are with us tonight as well. So puts a, a voice to that name. So uh, we're going to go around the horn, kind of find out what uh, what everyone's drinking tonight. I'm going to start with Dina Knightley, our meteorologist and weather producer at weather.com. Dina, what, uh, what are you joining us with tonight? Guess what? I still yeah. have some of these left. There wow. You go. How many more episodes you got? <laughs> yeah, I think I have one left. I oh, think gosh. I have one left. Oh, yeah. Wow. I actually got them all home. That that was the amazing part. That was great. Yeah, you got to treasure that. Maz, Can I still, you fly got, with beer uh, through I still security? got one of those for you, too, and MJ. I checked oh, it. Awesome. Oh, yeah, okay. you got to check it. You got to check it. Uh, okay. You can get through that way. So, all right, uh, Mark Maz Massaro, our former on-camera meteorologist. Maz, uh, I'll get you a beer, but what are you drinking tonight? Yeah, I would have a post and beam, but I don't know where they are. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, uh, I'm doing a... a uh, bourbon and root beer, A and W root beer, root beer zero. I've had some already. Wow, easy for so. you to say. Damn. Yeah, exactly. Look, my glasses disappearing. <laughs> hey, low sugar though, right, Maz? It's zero sugar, no right? Sugar. So it's, you know, oh, kind of good awesome. for you, right? All right. I it like has it. a frosty mug taste. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just telling you for all the viewers, Maz. If you can't see him, Maz is looking great tonight. He's been on like some sort of diet. I don't know. He looked fantastic. So. Thanks for noticing me. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Brady Harris, our atmospheric science graduate. What are you drinking, Brady? Yeah, as you guys can tell, I'm already starting. I started a little early tonight. We got a rum going on straight. It's actually really good rum uh, from, I think, the Caribbean It's a dark somewhere. rum. Yeah. It is a dark rum, but it, it it's like it's wow, not flavored, straight? but it, it, it tastes like banana. That's if you've awesome. ever had bamboo, I think it's bamboo or oh, bamboo Oh, yeah, rum, yeah, yeah. It awesome. is, it's the best rum I've ever had by far. So. Brady, are you Last drinking week, out of your grandmother's fine crystal? Is that no? Or did I, like, I got this. <laughs> I got this from my sister-in-law, Greg. This is a, uh. a this is a beautiful uh, glass. 
And, you know, I, I don't know. Don't, don't <laughs> spill on the throw pillows. Okay. It looks like a pineapple. All right. so that's all right, Greg Johnson, our storm chaser and photographer. Greg, uh, what well, are you drinking tonight? It looks like we're all kind of on the same page. I'm drinking screwball peanut butter whiskey tonight. Whoa. And, and if you've yeah. never tried it, man, like it sounds ridiculous, peanut butter whiskey, but it's actually. I've never tasty. heard of this. Are yeah. you taking this up? No, it's, it's, it's seriously, it's called screwball peanut butter whiskey. Go into any liquor store. We're trying and that in May. In Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Greg, you, you upgrade your you camera. Yeah, you know what, Brady? I'm always upgrading technical stuff. I'm yeah, like, you look uh, great, I'm, man. I'm like, I'm like the scant man. I've got like uh, drones all over the room, and uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm a, I'm a tech guy, Brady. All right, all right, all right, all right, right. Impressive. That's good. That's good. All right, so uh, we got MJ is back with us. Uh, he's running the show back in the groom, uh, green room. So welcome back, MJ. He's kind of limping around uh, every once in a while, but he's there. I know we also have Garrett and Angela are back there too, our VIPs. Um, but Greg, let's uh, let's get to our guest. Yeah, um, I'm really thrilled to introduce Mike Scantlin. He's been storm chasing for 22 years, if, if I'm reading this correctly, 22 yeah. years. He's witnessed more than 300 tornadoes, 20 tropical cyclones, and he's a former member of Team Dominator, most notably during the Tornado Chasers web documentary series. He's now the lead storm chaser for NBC2 in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he's a member of the Storm Chase TV team. Mike, I'm going to get this party started uh you know what we were off or i guess before we went live we were talking about the upcoming storm chase season and every storm chase we've had on in the last three or four months i've asked the same question too what do you think is going to happen this year you know look tell bring us into your crystal ball what's happening in 2024 Nobody knows who knows <laughs> nobody <laughs> knows somebody who's honest <laughs> I'm really, I've been really not, I don't know anything about the climatology, um, El Nino, neutral, La Nina, um, and all of those cycles, you know, they, every one of them is different from the last. So they aren't really like a blueprint you can really plan off of if it's, we're going into this phase. Well, they're not all, the, they're not all the same. Okay. So um, you're not one of these guys who is obsessing over, uh, you know, the analog from a prior year and trying to figure out like, what's the best time to be out there. You're just going to take it as it comes. I feel bad for people that don't live in Oklahoma and can't just do, you know, I'll just chase whenever I can because it's in my backyard or, you know, just a couple <laughs> hours drive away. But, uh, you know, that's we, we live in different worlds. And, you know, fortunately, I don't have to be good at forecasting to see tornadoes because <laughs> I live here. But that's kind of a joke, but I really am terrible at forecasting. But uh, no, I have no good answer for you. I'm sorry. Hey, that's that's all right. I mean, listen, I, I think that uh, all of us, you know, we, we just, as far as the Stormfront Freaks is concerned, uh, you know, we're always six months out trying to plan what, what's that week that we're going to take in May or June, or maybe it's April. What's that week that we're going to take off of work and we're going to, you know, head down to the plains and chase. But uh, you're right. I mean, it, so have you always lived in Oklahoma? Is that, is that home for you growing up? I, I moved here when I was seven. I lived here for a few years earlier than that, but moved here permanently when I was seven. And from that point on, it's been uh, Oklahoma only. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty active. You know, we had a long period that was a lot less active, but uh, you know, hopefully this year we can turn the switch back on for the Southern Plains here for more than, you know, two or three events. And then it's all to the North, but uh, I don't know. I would say just climatologically May 22nd to the end of the month would be, the best bet but you know there are years where it's completely turned off the first week of may and april is you know just gangbusters 
So who knows? But um, you guys skipped me. I just wanted to tell you that I'm drinking Wild Cherry Pepsi and uh, Lemon Heart 151 rum. If I, Whoa. If I turn Wait. red, it's because I'm drinking 151 proof rum because I'm nervous. So if you fall out of your chair, we'll just keep going. Mike, <sighs> can't, can't you light that on fire? Isn't that technically flammable? You probably could if you tried. I'm not going to try it. If, if I finish this, maybe I'll be a little uh, more apt to try it. So. So, so Mike, give us, give us a little bit. So you've been storm chasing for 22 years. What, what all, where did this all start for you? Right. Where was like, was there like a decision? Was there a storm? Was there like, how did you get involved and say, Hey, I want to chase for, you know, and, and do this and, and be a part of this. That is such a good question. And, um, you know, a lot of us have the same experience where we're, we're young and we have like a major weather event that happens nearby that just kind of flips a switch in your head and just turns you into some weird kid that's obsessed with the sky. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing for me. You know, my, my cousin Nick babysit me when I was younger during the summer when school was out. My dad would go to work. He'd drop me off at my cousin's house. And he was a, he's kind of a storm junkie. Uh, he's a storm front freak, probably. He's probably watching. <laughs> but, uh, he loved storms and I was terrified of storms and, um, you know, he couldn't have that. So he kind of forced me to like storms by, uh, locking me on the front porch when I was being a little, being a little whiny baby about the <laughs> oh, storm man. clouds brewing and this lightning's too close. I'm just a little, you know, just being kind of whiny about it. And he said, get out there. And, uh, it, it worked unfortunately, but it came full circle in about 29 or 2020. He was chasing with me for the first time and we got hit by a weak tornado and, uh, I kind of paid him back. Uh, you know, 30 years <laughs> later, but I got, I got him back. I looked in the rearview mirror and he was in the back seat and his eyes were this big because this <laughs> tiny little suction vortex just went whoop, right over the hood of the truck. Wow. And he was like, yeah. it, it was super weak. It was really sudden. It was kind of in the wrong place, but um, you know, sometimes you'll get little eddies in like the rear flank downdraft gust front that kind of becomes the new circulation. And uh, at the time I was just like, man, was that really a tornado? And then like the next radar scan, there was like a new, like, couplet on the uh our barren rotation tracker so <laughs> you know it it you have those little situations like that that just pop up real quickly and um i'm glad he was in the truck for that one because i he i he deserved it i owed it to him but um <laughs> so you know from from that point on from seven years old on you know all i really cared about was storm chasing and weather and you know i had friends and i played basketball and rollerbladed and all this stuff but like if it was weather time if it was if there was severe weather coming it was just you know drop um, everything Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Hey Mike, so can I'm you do me you a favor? I, I, if I can quick ask, can you put your second earbud in? You might have been louder when you had that in. That's the one too. Yep. Maybe Sorry not. About that. No, that's <laughs> all right. We were, we were just we were just having a little trouble trouble with your your audio sounded uh, sure. kind of quiet. I didn't so. say anything. Anymore. It's the <laughs> it's the one fifty one. It does it to you every single time. Tends to have a quieting hey. effect on. So, so Mike, since you are drinking the 151, I better get this question in. Uh, so, over 320 tornadoes, have you, have you ranked any of the? If you have like a top mm, ten, top five, yeah. anything like that? That's so tough because you know people who I don't know the younger guys or people that haven't experienced like what tornadoes do. They they think that the stronger or bigger tornadoes are the more memorable or the ones you want to see, but. The more of those you see up close and the more you deal with that, those are the ones you really don't like to see. Um, unfortunately, I've seen uh, a couple of F5s that just completely devastated areas. And, you know, that's those aren't on my list for my favorite chases or favorite tornadoes because they're just um, those. It's just really it's really bad. I like small tornadoes in the middle of nowhere. They last 10 seconds or they last 10 minutes. It's fine. But um, 
it, as, as far as ranking the tornadoes go, like I have, um, so tornado chasers, episode three or four, the helix, we had this really small rope tornado that had a little suction vortex that did this like helical, um, this little snaky spinner. And it was just like a jet engine. It was like a hundred yards away from us, but it was the loudest noise I've ever heard uh, up until the Chapman tornado. So those are my two that I just really uh, nerd out about every time I think about tornadoes. It's just uh, two, two different worlds, like the really weak, small tornado that has this crazy motion. And like, you know, I think they have like really extreme winds and really small spatial scales and really short time scales. And then a 90 minute long tornado that produced, I mean, it was just it changed shape every 10 minutes. It looked like a different tornado, but it was 90 minutes of the same tornado doing all kinds of things and very, very little injuries and uh, very few structures impacted, even though it was on the ground for like three counties and for 90 minutes long. So uh, Young County, Texas and Chapman are tied for my favorite tornadoes. You yeah, with the weak ones, have you ever, you ever run through them? <laughs> I, I spend a, an embarrassing amount of time chasing dust devils during the summer. Like after work, I work in Western Oklahoma doing like oil and gas stuff uh, for a real job. And, you know, after work, it's pretty much like from 3 p.m. to sundown. I'm just driving around on back roads looking for dust devils. Oh, wow. So I Iron so Man scoot on and run into it. You know, there was a guy that did that. I don't know if you guys know about Steve Green back in the uh, 2000, 2010s. He was he, he had a tornado proof vehicle and then uh, couldn't get it into a tornado. So he made like a tornado proof suit and he was paying. Uh, I know Brandon Coppock chased with him and Andy Gabrielson, the late Andy Gabrielson was trying to get him into a tornado, but fortunately he never got to test out his suit in a real tornado. Oh, really? But uh, shout out to Steve Green. I know a lot of you guys haven't heard that name in 10 years, 15 years. We all remember that crazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, you, you mentioned, you know, just sort of like you say, oh, you know, Chapman, Kansas, or, you know, you, you, you refer to the tornado, you know, I think all of the tornadoes kind of get a name associated with them, generally a, a city or a town that, that's close by. And, uh, um, you know, you had mentioned Chapman, Kansas. But if there's somebody who's listening who isn't a, a, a storm nerd like all of us, you, you hear the word Chapman, oh, Chapman, Kansas, and it doesn't mean anything, right? Like, it just doesn't mean right. anything. And uh, I would say the same same goes for dates of tornadoes, right? Like, if, if, you, if you throw out a certain date, we all kind of in our brain go oh yeah that tornado that day maybe even even just see a uh, like a, a one second clip or a photo and we all know what the tornado was and, and what the uh, uh what the date was and all that kind of thing do you ever find that people who aren't in your tornado world look at you and go how in the hell do you remember <laughs> what one was where and what day and all that kind of crap uh, what was it this week just a couple of days ago, I'm in a group chat with uh, a couple of guys that I go looking for snakes with another one of my weird hobbies. Uh, when there aren't storms or before storms, we like to go look for snakes, flip stuff over and looking for different types of uh, snakes and lizards and critters. But one yeah, of them your, sent... your Twitter photo has a picture of you with a snake in your mouth, right? Yeah, that was the last snake I'm ever going to put in my mouth. So <laughs> uh, that one. He, uh, that that cobra didn't taste so good. The last one. So that was that wasn't the first one. That was just the last one. I've done that. I've done that a few times, but uh, wow. you can tell the look on my face is different in that one because that snake tasted like he pooped on himself before I put him oh. in my mouth because he did. Ew. He did what he was supposed to do instinctually, and it worked because I'm never going to do it again. And he survived. Was this a bet? Incident, did but... you lose a bet? No, no, it's just something stupid that I do. <laughs> Were you mad? I mean, did did he bite you first, and so you figured <laughs> I'm going to bite him? 
No, because I, I had, my wife was in the car and Connor McCrory, one of my chase partners was there and they both think that I'm an idiot for doing it. And then they saw me uh, prove them right. So they got a good kick out of that. And the snake survived. He went on his way and did snake things. And I hope he's still kicking out there somewhere in central. Okay. Texas, so but, just, uh, just so everyone knows, I actually one. had a, a question about tornado dates and everything. Sorry, Greg. I'm sorry. Let's track. Thank so you, Brady. Squirrel. Sorry, looking... Greg. In my Snake Oklahoma group chat, someone sent a video of uh, a tornado that was, I don't know, in the 90s. And I was like, oh, that was this date. And, you know, that's this person's video. And, you know, within like 30 seconds, they were like, I told you. And so it was just, they're just making <laughs> yeah. fun of me for knowing more about tornadoes than anyone should know about anything. It's just one of those. And I'm, I'm just and reading our, our, our chat here uh, as we're talking and, and people are saying, yeah, they, you know, they can see a video posted online and, and they instantly yeah. know who shot it. And you've probably got this incredible collection, uh, you know, of, of a, yeah. a, you know, amazing, amazing videos. Do you ever watch your own stuff and just no, like, no. You, no. I, so I'm, I don't know. I'm fortunate that uh, any tornado I see, there's someone way better at documenting it also there. So I don't have to watch my own video and be like, ah, why am I talking? Or it's real shaky or I'm really terrible at documenting storms. And uh, you know, it's, I, I try to, it, it's not on purpose. I'm just terrible at running a camera, but also like, you know, I try to be as in, as in the moment as you can in those moments and not, you know, messing around with the camera or worrying about documenting it. But uh, you know, I, I say that just, because I'm really terrible at documenting uh, storms. I'm a terrible cameraman. I, I don't own a real camera. I just use my phone usually or my work camera. But uh, this year I'm going to own a real camera, but I'm probably not going to um, remember to use it. I'll just use my phone. And then... you're, you're, uh, I, I don't know if anybody from the Tulsa TV station you work with is listening <laughs> as you talk about how bad your video skills are. Oh, they know. They're aware. They're well aware. Hey, you're st they're still hiring you, so that's a good sign. Everybody's got a 4K camera in their pocket, so somebody will get it. It'll be fine. As long as they're all drinking so 151, they're all they're all friends. <laughs> I, might, I might be more stable at this point with the 151. Here, will you take this from me? <laughs> That's funny. So, Mike, now that you're working with Channel Two, how different is it from just I'm going to go out and chase tornadoes to now you've got like a boss, almost like a boss, where they're telling you. I mean, what are they telling you? You need to go here. You need to go there. You need to do this in 10 seconds. What are they telling you? I'm, I'm really lucky to have a, a good relationship with Chief Meteorologist Mike Collier. He's been one of my good friends for since probably 2011, 2012. Um, I've been working for him since about 2008 at uh, KTUL and in Tulsa Channel 8. And then we switched to um, KJRH, which is Channel 2. In 2017, we made the switch over. He brought me with him. And... Uh, He's, he's really hands-off. I mean, if, if I ask for information, he'll give it to me, but he's pretty, uh, he's pretty good about letting me go where I want to go and, you know, trusting my decision-making. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've messed up some really, really, like, close-to-home tornadoes. I, it's like torn Tulsa gets hit by tornadoes pretty regularly, and I have yet to see one of them because I'm wow. on the wrong storm. Or there was a day in 2019, it was just, like, three straight weeks of tornadoes in Oklahoma. And, um, you know, it was like, the day where I, someone else will cover the Metro, I'll go here. And then Tulsa Metro gets tornadoes and I'm out here doing nothing. And then, okay, I'm going to stick to the Metro so I don't miss it. And then there's, you know, just a supercell producing tornadoes 
one after another, uh, you know, an hour south of here and I'm up here and I don't get there in time. It's just, it's. But Mike, it is a real difficult area of not just the state, oh, yeah. but even the country for chasing, right? Like sure. east uh, of I-35 is, yeah. is a lot different than west. In fact, yeah, I, mean, and I, I mean, chased, I chased out here for three years before I saw a tornado. And then the first time I went west of the, uh, of I-35, it was just like, it's so much easier here. What am I doing over there? But yeah, I you know, mean, this is home and this is, this is, um this is where I have the opportunity to, to be on air and let people know what's coming towards them. And, you know, my, my friends and family are here. This is my home and being on air covering severe weather for Mike Collier has been, you know, my life's work up to this point. And, you know, mm. it's silly. People don't understand the local severe weather coverage is uh, it's one of the most important parts of storm chasing. And I think it's one of the underutilized parts of storm chasing. Um, you know, I think any local storm chaser, any storm chasers who are out there watching this, you should consider getting in touch with one of your local meteorologists and just having that option in case your area is under the, under the, under the gun and, yeah. you know, they need an extra pair of eyes. And, you know, it's um, when I, when people come to me and say, I was watching you this day, or, you know, whenever you get those little, thank you, it's, it, it's, it means the world. You never under, you never expect that from storm chasing. Cause really I'm just an idiot that likes to go out and yell at clouds, but like, yeah. you know, camera you skills necessary. Yeah. That's Absolutely. good. That's good. But you can make a difference in people's lives, man. People are watching TV, oh. expect, trying to get information and I don't want to get too serious. I don't want to mellow or harsh the mellow here, but uh, no, hundred yeah. I mean, percent. Weather hurts people, and you have the opportunity to help out. You should probably do that. Hundred percent. And and Mike, I mean, like we had a tornado warning at five a.m. the other day. What was the first thing everyone in my family did? They turned on the news and saw, okay, where is this thing at? Because I think what a lot of people in the weather community don't realize is, like a lot of us, a lot of like normal people, they don't really follow people on Twitter. Like they don't, they don't get a lot of their weather information uh, from you know, like like the National Weather Service. Frankly, they right. just they they hear it through the local news and the notifications that get pushed to their phone. So to have someone like yourself who can give a visual and say, okay, here is this tornado. It's on this street and this street, and it's coming, you know, for this neighborhood. That is that undoubtedly saves lives. So I think people Absolutely. don't fully don't don't fully realize. I think what storm chasers like yourself, especially that get plugged in with stations, do. You guys do save lives, and and I think more chasers, as we can kind of integrate that as much as possible. Um, is just going to do wonders for, you know, continuing to improve our communication and everything like that. Um, I do have a question. What, so what, um, what haven't you seen, right? What is, what's on your list of, of things you, you still want to chase? And, and is there in a follow-up question of that, is there like a day where you're like, eh, you know, I've kind of seen this, done that. I don't want to chase this anymore. Right. Like, I know that's kind of a two-part question, but, uh, you know, just from your experience. Man, there are a handful of videos that I watch and I'm just like, man, like if I ever had that type of experience, like I don't know what else there would be to experience. And, and everyone here is going to groan because they know the video I'm talking about. Ashby, Minnesota, uh, August 7th or 8th. I don't know. It was late summer, yeah. uh, Western Minnesota, just this really tall, high base storm with just an incredible suction vortex underneath this. Uh, really, I mean, you know, if you were 10 miles away, you'd be like, is that a tornado? I can't tell. But like, you know, it's moving so slowly and storm chasers, the, the county road grid allowed people to get, you know, 15 feet from the tornado. Uh, I think Michael Mars, his video is unbelievable. And he was, you know, standing out there on foot recording this, probably one of the most violent tornadoes to happen in Minnesota, even though the suction vortex was, you know, this big around those upward velocities are just, I mean, it would, it would shred 
it was shredding trees out of the ground like a weed eater. It was crazy. It, I mean, it's just unbelievable power in a very small spatial scale. But like he's standing on foot recording this thing 20 feet away and he gets hit by a corn stalk and it knocks his tooth out while he's recording. I don't know if everyone knows that. <laughs> oh. I don't know if he oh wants to know that. But, uh, you know, the, the 151 is talking at this point. I've lost control. And, and, and as far as as far as like visuals, Mike, like the lighting was perfect. There wasn't a one drop of the most of rain. tornadoes it was, possible. It was perfect. It was perfect. It, it was. It was. And it, it um it was moving so slowly. If you it saw it in so a movie, pretty. if you saw it in a movie, you'd be like, bullshit. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, yeah, not buying it. I, I just a couple I'm sure if someone posted that video tomorrow, they'd be like, Oh, that was AI. That's not yeah, real. totally. This isn't real. And uh, you know, a tornado that you could throw a football into if you were just messing around like or a whiskey <laughs> bottle. A whiskey bottle never <laughs> hits or the ground. Or like <laughs> You know, it's just the perfect tornado, and uh, it did end up hitting some stuff, unfortunately. But, you know, a, a tornado that strong doesn't have a very big footprint. But if it hits something, it's going to shred it. And, um, right. you know, being being that be, being able to jump out of your car and just look at something, a tornado, 20 feet away from you and be like, there it is. It can't get better than this. No, Wow, I that agree. close. That, that, that's cool. But Mike, it is, like, if you're silly, with the television you, station... Do you have people with you or are you by yourself? I try to be by myself um, just mm. for just to not have any accountability with, uh, you know, getting people, scaring people or um, I love large hail. Like I'll just I'll destroy my truck every chance I get. And uh, <laughs> you know, having to, that doesn't uh, lend itself to chasing with people or I have people ask me if they, if they can go storm chasing all the time. And I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, which means no <laughs> which, which means it, i'll no, take you classic. if i think it's going to be boring and you'll never want to ask to come again but uh you know if, if i think there's a good chance that i'm going to see something crazy um you you, you have you want to i want to tell people to chase safely but i i like doing things a little differently and uh you know i'm well aware of the dangers and i've been in the position to get hurt many times and i've been okay i, I know my escape routes and all that but uh you know, I do as I say, not as I do. Chase safely. Don't don't be. <laughs> Just don't go with me. <laughs> closer the better, right, Mike? The closer the better. That's the philosophy. No, 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 no. Phil, Phil, no. what's our uh, storm but, chaser yeah. safety tip this week? By the way, do yeah. we have one of those rolling? <laughs> uh, we do have one. It'll be coming up. It's I think it's on wet roads, driving wet roads. Ooh, oh, okay. don't drive on mud sure roads. Mike's great. Mike's great at that. I'm, I hear. <laughs> hydroplaning. Hydroplaning. <laughs> All right, so we've got we got a question from our friend, former guest Eric Fox. Says we've got to ask you about the SHIT Tahoe. Uh, what so, what's behind that? Oh uh, man, uh, I have uh, the first guys that I chased with were just some kids I knew from high school and uh, um, just warm bodies that owned vehicles before <laughs> I owned car, owned cars. And we were we were all just messing around one night, and they were like, "Man, we should like buy a junker and just drive it into hell." and uh, called it the Severe Hell Intercept Team because the acronym is S-H-I-T. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, oh we, that's what we got to title this show. That's yeah, awesome. Hey, there you go. It's, I put it back in my storm chase vehicle last year because I you know, destroyed my brand new truck and some softballs like four times last year. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. Have you broken out the windshield to where like you drive with no windshield? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't had to like Ace Ventura out the driver's yeah. side <laughs> since like 2012. You know, last year I blew out the windshield really, really badly in like the Oklahoma panhandle. And I drove all the way to Dallas with it just 
I, I mean, it wasn't, it sh I shouldn't have been doing it, but uh, I made it to Childress, Texas before I got pulled over. And the, the local sheriff was like, man, you made it, you made it this far. You made it four hours. Keep going. You got two and a half hours left. I, I was wondering, that. like, you didn't get pulled over the he, whole time? That's awesome. I, I, the whole drive, I was just like, man, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. And every single, <laughs> every single county seat I went through, I saw a cop and I was like, here we go. Here it goes. And then finally I make it to like the home stretch and I get pulled over. And like, I asked him, like, if you were going to be a jerk about it, what is the legality of me just removing the windshield? Cause I could have kicked it out in like two or three kicks. It was done. I mean, it, <laughs> wow. it, had, it had caved into the point that I had to take my GoPro off the dashboard because it was like resting on it. It was pushed wow. in. And that he, is freaky. He, he said, you keep it how it is because then you're not getting hit by grasshoppers. There was a, I would, I would love to watch. Really bad, but, uh, I would love to watch the video of Mike Scantlin standing on the hood of his car, stomping just, on the windshield yeah. to, to <laughs> yeah. kick the glass out. That would be fun to, to, fun I would to watch. forget to record it. I would do it. And then I would be like, man, I should have pushed record on a camera. I've got eight cameras here. I don't have any footage of anything ever. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike, we'll, we'll next time we do a, a, a bunch of segments on storm chaser safety and what to do with your windshield, you know, when you're in a situation like that, I'll be cameras. sure to call you. Uh, but we are going to take a short break and we are going to play storm chaser safety tip as we talked about. Time for this edition of Stormfront Freaks Podcast, Storm Chaser Safety Tip. Join retired fire battalion chief Randy Denzer, EMA director Eddie Aldrin, and police officer Eric Fox as we discuss some of the most common storm chaser safety pitfalls to avoid. Hey everybody, we've got Randy Denzer here as we talk about Storm Chaser safety tips. Randy's a retired fire battalion chief with over 30 years in fire service, and he's a current storm spotter and public safety director for the Spotter Network. Uh, Randy, thanks for joining us. Hey, want to talk a little bit uh, this episode on driving wet roads, and obviously as storm, as storm chasers uh, are oftentimes driving on wet roads, I guess, what, what are some of the first things that come to mind in your experience that, that uh, you think people need to be aware of when they are driving wet roads? Well, first of all, Phil, I think it's important for everybody to understand that uh, it's probably the most dangerous thing chasers do is drive to start with, right? It's, it's, it's uh, in my opinion and in my experience, it's more dangerous than the storms themselves most of the time. And, uh, and I think, you know, if you sit there and say, hey, this we're going to talk about driving wet roads, the truth of the matter is, is that if you're going storm chasing, you got about a 95% chance that you're going to be driving on wet roads. So the biggest tips I'm going to give to anybody is to start with is to make sure that you have your equipment, you know, in, in a good, safe manner. So in other words, make sure that your tires are in good shape. Uh, make sure that your uh, brakes are working properly. All the stuff on your vehicle that you're going to be going out with, you got to make sure that that's, it's in top-notch form. We all know that storm chasing, sometimes you're going to be maybe going a couple miles over the speed limit here and there. And, uh, and doing that while driving on wet roads, it's, it's more imperative that you have everything, you know, pretty much ready to, ready to, to function in those, in those conditions. Uh, my second biggest tip, uh, which goes back to the ACEs program and everything else I've worked on for the past 20 some years is that. You know, it's a mindset, right? When you're driving on, on, on wet roads and you're in these conditions, 
It's a mindset and you want to live to chase another day. So you have to kind of in the back of your mind, I've been pretty good about this. I'm not going to say I haven't had some close calls, but, you know, when you get into one of those situations where you're core punching, we all, you know, used to say, oh, we don't go core punching and stuff. But the truth is we go, you know, most of us will at some point or another have to core punch and be in really, really, you know, high precip driving conditions. Yep. And so um, the mindset is, is that you don't want to do something to kill yourself or anybody else. And, uh, and, and in order to do that, uh, you have to drive appropriately for the conditions. It's not easy to do. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm, you know, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say that I haven't pushed the limit a few times. Um, I think everybody probably does. If they've been chasing any length of time, you're going to push the limit a little bit. But as you're doing that, make sure that in your mind, you're telling yourself the last thing you want to do is get yourself in a situation that you're going to hydroplane or, or uh, put yourself or somebody else into a bad situation. So, yeah, so you, you just brought up what I wanted to ask you about is hydroplaning. Um, if you can explain a little bit what that is, maybe for someone that's not aware of it, but also w- what to look out for, how, what kind of things are going to either have you hydroplane or how can you avoid that? Well, it's hydroplaning is an in- interesting thing. And I think I learned most about hydroplaning, uh, learning how to drive fire apparatus, you know, at high speeds, you know, with lots of water, you know, when we go through storms and stuff. Um, hydroplaning sometimes, sometimes it's obvious and sometimes it's not obvious. Um, what happens is, is as your vehicle is moving forward over, uh, wet roads, especially if you hit those little tiny little mud puddles at high rates of speed, your car actually licks, lifts up off the pavement and starts to float. Well, you don't have any steering or stopping cap- uh, capabilities when that happens. So really your, your tires are no longer in contact with the surface of the road. It's uh, got a little bit of water between them. Um, when you, when it's obvious, uh, you will notice that you're not getting a response out of the steering wheel or brakes. Uh, when it's not obvious, you might not even feel that. Uh, the thing that you have to keep in mind is that, uh, when it does happen, the last thing you want to do is hit your brakes or turn abruptly or do anything else. You want to kind of let off your brakes, uh, 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 let off on your gas and not apply your brakes really hard because you, you, what your, your goal is to actually create that uh, connection again with the surface of the roadway. So you have to do everything very smoothly and very controlled. If you try to slam on your brakes or do anything, you're, you're just going to make the situation worse. Thanks, Randy. Don't miss Vintage Stormfront Freaks. This one here, we do, we do have a few dents in the new Suburban, but my truck, I, that, that hood's a trophy. You might as well put two GoPros on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What it looks like. So I'm like, I'm going to drive this thing into a tornado, and then they all start laughing. Good. You'll, you'll be the only sober one by the end of the night. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. 
right. Welcome back to the show. So we got uh, Storm Chaser Mike Scantlin with us. Um, Mike's feeling his 151. That's, that's <laughs> party. That is, that is sweet. So, so Mike, Go. you know, so we, we set it up talking a little bit about uh, you were a part of the, the Tornado Chasers web series. But first, I kind of want to find out a little bit about your feedback on this, the Twisters movie and the, the trailer that came out. Kind of what's what were your thoughts on that trailer? What'd you think? I am so excited. You have no idea. Um, Whoa. No, I'm really it. Uh, OK. I'm, I'm very enthusiastic about it. You know, anytime for multiple reasons, like I love Twister. You know, everyone wants to poo poo the inaccuracies. It's. Hollywood doesn't get anything right ever. Like you never watch a movie with an expert on the subject that the movie's about. And they're like, well, this is great ever. It doesn't happen. Just stop. <laughs> it's fine. Enjoy it. And I love Twister. I, you know, I, how old, I was nine years old when Twister came out. I was already obsessed with tornadoes. And so, you know, being a little brat, I, my dad took me to see it like three times. And I just obsessed with it. It's fantastic. And uh, I'm just as excited for this. You know, it took, 30 years but uh we got a new one and end of the storm was also you know i i enjoyed it for what it was but you know this is going to be a different beast i think i think this will be more storm chaser oriented versus just like you know um weird drama plot lines what, and- what caught your attention on the trailer like anything on the trailer that made you think that or feel that way um how intense they like really close up close tornado scenes are into the storm was also good in that respect where like um un- unfortunately that's that movie came out the year after the uh, more f5 and i mm. and actually saw that movie like in the warren theater which was in the like south edge of that tornado just like wow. a mile from the school where all those kids died it was it felt really strange to see that scene you know just a year after that happened just like right where it happened it felt really strange but like that's that's reality like you know those scenes are really they're intense but you know if you've never been inside of an f5 tornado and i haven't either none of us ever are but like uh that it seems pretty intense those really up close tornado scenes are intense and uh i'd rather watch it in a movie than see it in real life yeah twister 2 has got to be like top gun 2 it's got to be epic because the first one people just it's so iconic you know the bar is really high yeah 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 exactly and the, the chaser vehicles are also really interesting. Um, you know, the big Dodge truck with like the external roll cage and the spikes. I mean, all of it is like inspired by actual things in storm chasing by, you know, people that we all know. So uh, that's also another facet that I find, you know, just really fascinating. I'm really excited to see what it's all about. Do we know, do, do we know the, sorry, Brady, do we know the, the release date yet on Twisters 2? Yeah, Twisters? June. July? June. July, yeah, July 20-something. So, I mean, Mike, we could be in a, a very similar situation this time around with that movie if we have a big season and, you know, like you said, it's been a long time since there's been that kind of planes outbreak sure. situation. I mean, it, you know, we could be watching that movie in a theater. and July you know, 19th. Yeah, yeah. Having Isn't there a watch party? Thing. Are people organizing? I've seen a couple like in the weather community saying, hey, meet at this theater in Oklahoma City. I think, I think uh, there's, yeah. I think the Girls Who Some Chase are organizing another actually. one in like Some Colorado. Yeah, that would be cool. Now that would that be. Should, that that would should be. be a thing. Yeah, absolutely. And 
it'd be like going to a Marvel movie with a, with a bunch of Marvel nerds, except for this time it's weather nerds, and we all cheer when the tornado comes on the screen, right? And I just want to say on the record, like if whoever's flying the weird drone that's in the movie, like trying to put it in a tornado, if that guy is also looking for snakes before the storms pop, uh, you're you're, yeah. you're gonna look for your cut somewhere. Yeah. No, 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 no. I just I'll just be happy <laughs> to be involved. That's I don't legit. That. I it's just, like Greg. It's like Greg. Greg Greg was in the Badlands searching for a what a python or whatever, Greg. Yeah, right? It was it was a rattlesnake, Brady. It was a rattlesnake. And you were like telling me you're gonna throw it on me? I was like, Greg, like we're not throwing any rattlesnakes today. Okay. We're right, not so, doing it. So Mike, so let let's jump back to the tornado uh chasers. Was it tornado chasers or yeah, tornado chasers. Tornado chasers, yeah. What so how how where did that you know, I know obviously Reed kind of got that going, but how did you get involved in that and sucked into that? And uh, well, it's really, it's really interesting how things just kind of like fall into place. But uh, you know, Reed's been one of my good buddies since probably about 2008. And um, we also have Dick McGowan, who was one of, uh, who was the follow vehicle driver in the discovery channel storm chasers days. And then the show got canceled in 2012. Um, Reed and Joel always had this battle on camera, but that, you know, that stuff, was over-dramatized on the Discovery Channel show. Obviously, you know, there's producers in the car trying to push the drama, but like, you know, it was pretty realistic where, you know, Joel didn't want to chase every day because he had a real life and had like, Joel owned lots of properties in Norman and he was the, uh, rest in peace, Joel Taylor. Uh, he, um, he, you know, he had stuff to do and Reed wanted to chase every day. And so in 2012, when the show got canceled, Dick McGowan, who was follow, driving the follow vehicle, got pushed up to be the driver of the Dominators and then they recruited me to be Dick Spot driving the uh, follow vehicle. So, and it was literally like I was at Whataburger with Andrew Newcomb and, and Connor McCrory, like, you know, eating, scarfing down a burger. And I just, I had just gotten fired from a job like 20 minutes before I got the text from Dick McGowan that was like, do you want to drive the follow vehicle? Cause I'm going to be driving the Dominator. And, you know, it all just kind of falls into place like that. So just one of those weird things where things just kind of, happen like that and um you know i don't know if season one of tornado chasers is even available uh on youtube or at the time it was available on demand on the website on tv and weather but uh i i think you can get it on youtube i think it's i think it's available on youtube i could be wrong but i think it is like you can see them all like season season two is much better we saw real tornadoes oh now season two i don't know if that's available so the good one, the good one, you might still have to pay for, <laughs> which is. Well, I think I think that one's the the one. Um, I don't know if season one's even on there. I don't know. It's been years since I um, watched season one, but uh, you know, we saw a lot of cool stuff. We saw some. There was a day where I was driving. Dick was uh, Dick McGowan was sick, so I was driving the Domin- Dominator too, and we got into these massive hailstones. And uh, we were watching this wall cloud. It was kind of rinky dink, high base stuff, and little little dirt spinners underneath the really high base wall cloud and we were kind of going back and forth like is this is that a tornado i was yelling i was saying this is tornadic right is, it has to be a tornado and then you just hear this explosion on the back of the dominator just like a giant six inch hailstone i think somebody nearby there was like a hail research project happening and then was it like on fire is that why i was making that noise no it was just a giant <laughs> spiked hailstone that was, you know, wow. as big as your head wow and uh <laughs> it, it just whenever a hailstone that big hits like a four by eight piece of lexan it's just the most incredible sound you've ever heard but uh you know that that really that day is what sparked my interest in just giant um you know get you might die hailstones so. yeah how much is this is the rum talking i just want to know just because it's that's good special i'm, I'm just so awkward when i'm sober i have to drink 
<laughs> like if ChaserCon, Canadian ChaserCon, this is my my drink of choice every year since about 2014. All right, well, that's so. sound, Mike. Uh, that's it's time for a lightning round. Mike, this is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions uh, that we get to play with our guests. And uh, tonight we're going to play a little game called And the Oscar Goes To. All right, so uh, we're calling this And the Oscar Goes To, but it's a little deceptive because... Uh, it is going to be about movies, but it, what's important is maybe the, the, the movie that it's about. And so these are basically, this is from watchmojo.com. These are the top 10 uh, films with the best snake scenes. Oh, no. <laughs> films oh, with the best man. snake scenes. I don't so, snakes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little clip of, of the video of, of the film. And then uh, you, you're going to tell me, you know, what, what film it's from, right? You just got to tell me the movie. Does that make sense? But I'm sure. going to give you the option. You can start and go one through ten, or you can start and go ten through one. What would you rather do? Ten through one, Mike. Go ten so through one. there's ten different movies? Ten I different movie clips. Yeah, well, okay. whatever. Just whatever you feel like doing, and everyone Phil, else help. Cause Phil, what if we start at five, then maybe go to like seven, then maybe yeah, two? Like, let's just like, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to do one through ten or ten through one. Just make, <laughs> I'm just giving it. Ten through we're one. Gonna, we're going to do sure. ten through let's one. Go. And so as let's I play the way. movie clip as well, everybody can kind of comment a little bit on, on what they're seeing. But, uh, uh, and, and if Mike, if you're having a hard time, the freaks can kind of help you out too. Like if you want to ask for a little help, uh, oh, they 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 can help you out. So all right, so here we go. We're gonna we're gonna play the first one. Oh, I hate snakes so much. <laughs> what is going on this is, there? This is Anaconda. <laughs> with and, uh, oh God! What is yeah, that? That is correct. It is. Uh, I love it is, and Ice Cube. So. Is that Ice Cube? That's Ice, Ice Cube, Cube. Yeah. Ice Cube and J Lo. Twenty years ago. So, yep. So that that is Anaconda. You got that one right. Oh, that's disgusting. That's the only one I'm gonna get. Oh, really? You're not oh, giving no, yourself you got, any credit. Uh, All right. Oh, so that was number one. ten. That was number ten. Uh, let me play number nine. Here we go. Oh, wow. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Harry Potter. I don't know which one. So Harry Potter, you got that chamber. part right, but you, you got it. It's Chamber of Secrets. Sure. I don't know. Hey! Chamber of Secrets. Yep, you got Wait, that how do, Are we sure that was Harry Potter? Yeah, yes. it was Harry Potter. I don't know. You don't even know that or what? What's what's the problem? No, I know here? Harry Potter, okay? I, you know, more yeah, of wait, Lord of the Rings. Phil, Phil this, 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 this list of snake movies, are, they, are any of them porn? Like I just uh, need to know ahead of time whether I have where I my my head. We got go. we got eight more Not coming. Bad, no promises. No no promises. <laughs> that in a hey. All right, so here's the next one. This uh -huh. is number eight. Uh oh. Kid just falls in a pit. No. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. The snakes all over him. Snakes oh. all over the uh -oh. kid. Uh oh. And oh. here's the main actor. Oh my God! Oh, Matthew oh, McConaughey. Man. And he's got oh, his right, shirt right. on. Oh, he's so hot. God, he's hot. Oh, <laughs> he man. really is. This is before okay, he so went all. Name, name the film. Name the film. Mike, what do you got? It's 
called all right, all right, all right. I have no clue. Um, well, there's, there's, true detective. All right, anybody else? I like that. Well, there's this, no planes, uh, so I think we can rule out snakes on a plane. All right, this one's oh. called the movie's nice. called Mud. Mud. That's all right. Go, you don't... I'm going to go watch that now. After, after this. Yeah, that's that's that only one. one. That's only one. All right, so here's, uh, here's number seven. <clears throat> oh, oh, some I kind of it. King Kong it. thing. Wow, this is old. This is, the this is old. This is old. Someone He's a faxer. I'm, I'm going with King Kong. I mean, that is, is just some dude in a gorilla suit battling a fake snake. This is like a, a 90s snake. movie. I mean... So it is King Kong, okay, good. Uh, no. but it is King Kong 1976, Maz. It's not the original. Oh, oh it's the original. Oh, right, because that was black and white. You're right. Yeah, I was like 1950-something. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So, Mike, you're like, what, three for four? That's pretty good. That's, I mean, that was just that's a dude bad. in a gorilla costume battling a rubber snake. You know? just, so, I, I, just, just. just so you know, Mike, you're already not the worst lightning round ever. I've, you know, I've, I've watched the show. I'm, I'm really happy with this so far. <laughs> All right, so here's the next one. Here's uh, This is number six. You know what? I'm going to fast snakes. forward. There's a really good scene here. Oh, oh no! Oh. This. I hate oh my God! It is snakes on a plane. Turn it off. <laughs> Mike, no one pees like that. Oh. Mike, you know, you know this movie, Mike? Hold on, let's see where this goes. Okay. Oh, he's peeing on the snake. He's peeing. Oh! Turn away! Oh! dude! All right, they, name Close the movie. Name the movie, Mike. You've got to, you got to know this one, right? I have no clue. Mike, hold on. Think about where they are. Hold on. Think about where they are. Where are? Where is there a confined closed? Yes. Okay. Boom. All right. Thank you. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you the I'll give you the bell on that, but I'm I'm not really gonna give that one to you because never saw. Can I have a half point? Yes. Um. Okay. Mike, I never saw yes. that, and I still yeah. know it. Brady, Brady says yes. Storm All right, so uh, we're up to we're up to number five. So this is uh, this is number five. Oh, I got it. Aladdin, sure. Love this movie. Very good. Make him rack him, rock him, rake. What was that movie? Aladdin. You don't know Aladdin. The one that Mike is like, yeah, no, I know this one is the is the Disney cartoon one. Yeah, I'm in the uh, the VHS Disney generation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I know this one. I know this Arnold? one. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't know the name of it. You would have been this... like four. Got to be the barbarian. Oh, Maz, you're like Whoa. just giving spoiler me alert. Just to him, really? God. Thank you for the help. I appreciate it. Barbarian. All right, Mike. <laughs> What is it? Uh, the Barbarian. No, Conan the Barbarian. There's a word in front of it. Conan. <laughs> was that a movie? See? Madison sabotaging. I thought that was a TV <clears throat> show that was on after the 10 o'clock news. That was it. All right, that was number four. Uh, I, this, can this, I just say I how much I hate one. snakes? This is this is like going to give me nightmares for like weeks. <laughs> so thanks. This is the trail. All right. So here's your lead actor. Oh, Look at that. Look at that. Part, and, look at the business nice in the mullet. front, party in the back. That is a nice mullet. Oh man, John! Wow! Look at that mullet. 
Oh, Dina's back. Hey, Dina. Hey, sorry. Well, how did you get all the copyrights to all these movies? Yeah, exactly. This is uh, <laughs> I'm this is a clip. The here we go. Hold on. Oh, here comes the good what? part. What? <laughs> I've seen this. This, is the this gets better. Us. It gets better. Watch what he does to the snake. He just he goes Van Damme on it totally. <laughs> he punches it. <laughs> I've seen this gif. I've seen the gif. Yeah. Have you? There's so another good part here too. I I just got to oh. fast forward to a. Here we go. Oh, Watch my this. wife is yelling at me to stop screaming. <laughs> oh, <whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. So na name the film. Name the film. The... Number three. I got, I got nothing. No clue. All right. That was Hard Target. Hard Target. Uh, I, I think that, that was a Rotten Tomatoes 90%. Uh... Garrett knew that. That scene has to be the best scene in the whole movie. For sure. <laughs> Uh, it probably is. I, I would not be surprised. All right, here comes number two. Number two. Hey, she's from Breaking Bad. That, that no, she's little... she's from Splash. She what are you talking about? No, Breaking she... Bad. No, wait. For no, sure, she's, she's the not. she's the wife of. Um... No, she's not. Yes, no, she is. Not. Whoa. No, she's not. Oh. Oh my God. Right in face. Face. Oh, looks like a black mamba. All right, what what do you got? Oh, Lion King. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Lion live King. Right. Any anybody else have have it? Oh, nope. Breaking That's Bad. Kill, Kill Bill Volume Two. You just ruined oh, a suitcase is full of money for me. If I ever see a suitcase <laughs> full of money, it's done. I'm just gonna close it up, throw it away. All right, if you don't get this next one, you, I'm, get, I'm calling you a total loser on this game. Whoa. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones. Sure. Which one? Yeah, which one, though? That's actually not the name of the movie, to be honest. Oh, no. Oh, no. Raiders. Name of the movie. We haven't even seen the snakes yet. Hold on. Raiders of the Lost Ark. There you go. There we go. There we go. I'm old enough to appreciate it. It was a great right. movie. So that so that was not bad. You you probably got uh, halvesies on that. Five out of ten, I'm gonna think. Six out of I'll ten, maybe. He got six. Yeah. He got six. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Mike. Thanks for uh, playing along. Let let our <laughs> listeners and viewers know uh, where they can find you. Thanks for having me. Um, just follow Storm Chase TV on everything: uh, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Facebook, YouTube, uh, OnlyFans. Everywhere that you can at something <laughs> at Storm Chase wait, wait, TV. Reverse that. Reverse that. Only fans. <laughs> Only cams. Come back to my <laughs> models. Yeah. Only um, cams. What else? Threads, LinkedIn, whatever. All of it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, we're we're gonna take our final break, but don't forget you can find Stormfront Freaks merchandise this holiday season. Uh, because I, it's St. Patrick's Day coming up exclusively <laughs> at felicity.co. Felicity is the dream store of weather stuff. And uh, for weather geeks, from T-shirts to drink containers, shop our entire Stormfront Freaks catalog of logo merch and Weather Fools T-shirts. Just visit helicity.co, the weather superstore. 
for the freak in you. Hey, we're coming right back with some hashtag weather fools. And uh, I think weather troll bots weren't and ready to go. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Boom. Yes. Hi, my name is Dina Knightley, and I'm a senior graphics meteorologist at the Weather Channel's weather.com. And here's a message to get you weather ready. The spring season is here, and we want to prepare you for spring weather threats, which includes tornadoes, lightning, flooding, and thunderstorms. No matter what type of severe weather you may experience, it is important to have a plan in place so you can communicate with your family and friends in the event of a disaster. Know who you would contact for updates. Also, determine ahead of time where you and your family can meet. For more information, please visit the NOAA Weather Ready Nation website at weather.gov forward slash WRN. Hey, it's Ginger Z from ABC News, and you are listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. You hear that sound? That is the sound of a tornado siren, which has nothing to do with the segment. Who am I? I'm Brady. Who are we? We're the Stormfront Freaks. What is this segment? This is Weather Fools. Now, what is Weather Fools for those that maybe, you know, it's your first time on the show. Maybe you're goosiest. Maybe this is their first time watching. Or maybe you're just a little bit forgetful. This is Weather where us as the freaks, we're going on on Twitter, uh, the dark web. Phil loves the dark web. We always get into this, and he always says he doesn't, but we all know he does. The chat GPT, really anything we can get our hands on. We're looking for videos, tweets, anything that. Why is everyone laughing? Anyway, we're looking for someone wow. that did something I not do that so much research. Anyway, we're. Well, That's apparently you, Phil. I don't look Phil, I now have a weather fool. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently you, Phil, because you have five weather fools. Who is your weather fool this All right, week? So this one, this one comes from our fan Morgan M. This is a classic turnaround and don't drown. Oh yeah. Uh, video. This looks like uh, Brentwood, Brentwood, wherever Brentwood is. Uh, it's just a residential oh. street, and people are just continuing to choose to go down the street. But there's a a van off to the side that. Uh, might Still even have running. a boat trailer underwater. Yeah. yeah. It, it, maybe just turn the engine on. Like, yeah. <laughs> at the very least. It's not easy. Uh, you're not going anywhere. All right. There's also a tow truck, too. That's a just. It's oh, this one, the uh, oh, no. stiff tornado, oh. tornado forecast. It's a very <laughs> stiff tornado forecast. Um, this is the 14Z, and the uh, Texas tornado forecast looks a little phallic. Uh, just a little bit. If if no one else happened to notice that, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was uh, this one is from Mikey. Yeah. I call this one uh, "Submarine Sees a Bird," and this is a guy uh, driving almost underwater, <laughs> going by a guy who's walking and flips him off. Says, "Screw you!" <laughs> I I was just wet up to my knees, and now I'm wet up to my waist. <laughs> How did that guy make it through? Like, I, a, I want to know yeah. what what kind of car was that? Like, <laughs> yeah, snorkel exhaust. Oh, he's like, yeah, he's windshield. I mean, that's water is going up to his windshield. 
Yeah, like wow. oh, there's there's water going over the roof of the car there. The du- the dude got caught in that car's wake, and he was like, you know what, I'm not happy <laughs> yeah, about that. He gave him the bird. Gave him the bird. Yeah. All right, next one comes from uh, Randy, and this one I call Faces of Death. This was oh actually on uh, Daniel Shaw's Daniel Shaw's YouTube, but what? they're jumping off a bridge over oh. massive floodwaters. And they jump in and they're just getting carried away. Like they're they're doing the right thing and swimming towards shore instead of trying to swim anywhere else. But it's going to be a ways before they make it to shore. They're already out of view. There's so many things that can go wrong. Yeah, yeah. There's there's just so many things that go wrong. Right. That's just so stupid. People call storm chasing dangerous. Come on. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. This is called it. uh, This is definitely a crashing wave. This is a crashing wave. Oh. Oh my goodness! What so happened this was, there? This was a rogue wave. This was at a uh, some kind of military base, but there were some people in this building. There were some people in the kind of lobby area that was uh, had doors facing the floodwaters and doors facing the inside of the building. And there was a rogue wave that came and just knocked these guys and the doors right off the hinges. And Phil, uh, took Phil, them can out. you just play it one more time? Let's go back There's to the guy who's filming right there. this. Let's oh. talk about the guy who's filming it, who yeah. then continues to walk towards oh. the door and keep filming this. <laughs> and and if you can hear the audio, the audio, he's saying like, no, get out of here, guys. Get out of here. And he's just like <laughs> walking closer to it. it. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, man. That's wow. crazy. I've never taken a door to the shin, but I'm sure it doesn't feel great. Wow. No, not at all. Not at all. Nope. Well, guys, that is it for Weather Fools. If you want to see this and more, head to stormfrontfreaks.com, look under the show notes section, and look for show 204. Well, I've got a secret, guys, and uh, that is uh, we've got Weather Trollbot 5000 coming at you. Now, for those of you who don't know about Weather Trollbot, you see Phil was at a garage sale. Uh, that was a couple of years ago now. Hey, Phil, and, and you found it's, this. It's, uh, it's been like, yeah, eight years. COVID years. years. And, and, yeah. and he, he found this, uh, uh, this I, I guess you could call it a toy, uh, but he's reprogrammed it. Uh, and what we do is... Uh, we get often people, you know, who have been on the show who are, are uh, you know, meteorologists or uh, maybe guys like Mike Storm Chasers, but people uh, in the weather community, friends of ours who, uh, who, who people troll. They, they, they say nasty things online and people say, na- listen, if you're on Twitter, I mean, that is the nastiest place going. But what Phil does is he takes these comments uh, and, and the, the, the the weather friends of ours they, they reply and they say professional kind of nice things in response phil plugs that into trollbot who spits out what they were really thinking so this is one of our all-time favorite segments phil and and i know maz is uh, uh for sure his favorite segment uh, <laughs> this is why but, i stuck around i wanted to see this but Phil, who who do we got? Who 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 who's been trolled this week? So yeah, so I and I'm sure Mike, you you've got you've seen this stuff many times, right? Someone that's just being a jerk, making a comment about something you posted or or something they saw on TV. Oh yeah. So the first one is is pretty tame, Maz. This one was kind of for you. 
um, they, they go they go downhill after this one, but the first one's, <laughs> first one's pretty tame. And I got this one from uh, Fuzzy, one of our, our listeners, Fuzzy. And this was Janice Dean. So our friend Janice Dean at, at Fox News oh, yeah. and Fox Weather. Um, she got a comment from Linda Albrecht. Linda Albrecht. And Greg, as you know, we, we we'll throw, throw under people the under the yeah. bus. Yeah, yeah, we have no we'll, problem doing that. You, you make stupid comments. We will use your name. Uh, Linda said, please get rid of your hair extensions. You will look totally oh. gorgeous without them. Try it. Oh, oh Not horrible. Right? No, it's pretty bad. Janice. That's not horrible. It's, it's well, pretty bad. Compared, yeah, com- compared to some of the stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm throwing you, I'm throwing the softball to weather trollbot on this first one. <laughs> I've seen worse. Uh, so Janice replied, Linda Albrecht, I don't have hair extensions. Bye. <laughs> and and that was her response, right? Nothing too mean, nothing too bad. So as Greg talked about, we're just we're gonna plug this into uh, weather trollbot. Uh, so I got to go ahead and type this in, and then uh, Trobot's got to compute it. But Trobot's going to spit out what Janice was really thinking. It chick, I don't even have hair extensions. It's all glorious locks, baby. So this is probably a great time for you to get the off my social feed. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. yeah. Wow, so Janice, very, yeah, very short and sweet. Sorry, sorry, yeah. goosiest. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Goosey's oh, no. parents. Oh, no. Goosey's. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Perfect. It's dialed in. All right. So, <laughs> so Goosey's, you got to put your uh, earmuffs on this next <laughs> one. <laughs> that was the nice one, I'm sure. Earmuffs. Oh, no. So, uh, this, this, is, uh, this is really small, but I got to try and read this without my glasses. So, this, um, so our, our uh, past guest, the last guest we had on, Katie Nicolau. Awesome, um, by the way. She's but, a, but let's, let's just take a minute, Phil. She was an amazing, like, I mean, Mike was fine. But, like, <laughs> Katie was an outstanding guest. Yeah. No, you had a bunch of like actual professionals on. Right, right, right. Yeah, so yeah, Katie was great. You know, you got to fill the gaps between the pros. No, get out of here, Mike. Get out of here. TV meteorologist Katie Nicolau and whatever. It's all good. She and we talked about that. We talked about that on the show. You know, she 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 came right out and said, you know, that she's why that was, and if you want to know, just go back and listen or watch the show. Uh, episode two zero three, but um, oh, and that, that was for everybody, not just you, Mike. But uh, anyway, so so here we go. This was from uh, Katie. Uh, someone commented on a uh, a picture she took on social media, <coughs> and I this is the part I got to read. So hang with me here, and it's it's this is rough, guys. This is from News Legs on Twitter. Mm-hmm. News Legs, right? Wait, so it already tells you. It already tells. Yeah, that's you. a problem. <laughs> that's yeah. a problem so here we go this is what it says have you ever while going through a drive-thru why would you wait 27 years before having taco bell because she took a photo at taco bell uh she, he said weird so much makeup i want to kiss and lick the face <clears throat> What wow. The heck? What? wow. What Dude, the that heck? Is, that's, is, wow. that's like that's um I feel dirty right like now. I feel yeah. yeah. What what biggest right uh anyway. Anyway, so here was her comment though, right? Like you get like Mike, I know you've gotten one like that before. But 
but and I don't know how you commented, but here was Katie said, all I did was post a picture of me going to Taco Bell. This creep and everyone like him need to be in prison. Right. Don't disagree. Now, actually, I do not disagree. My personal yeah. friends, we would take road trips, go rollerblading. There was a big rollerblading competition in Dallas called the Hoedown. And on the way back, we would go through Taco Bell in Oak Mulgee, Oklahoma, all of us shirtless in our underwear. But we would never tweet what we were doing in response to a like professional meteorologist. Where is this going? Where- so you're saying that wasn't you. So you're, was you're not. Like, yeah. Mads, that was one of the same thing, buddy. I know one of the weirdest tweets I've ever heard. My, Mike's so, uh, wife, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, she's asleep already. All right. So let me punch <laughs> yeah. this in. Hey, let, let me let me punch this in. Trollbot's got to figure out what, what Katie was really thinking. Oh. All right. Here we go. What the f- is this f***ed up response? I'm blown away how a bag of f***s like this creepy douchebag is out of con college. It's a picture of me at Taco Bell. How can you turn it into that <laughs> storm? Tree not to set <laughs> dick on fire. <laughs> I okay. can say words wow. like that? I didn't even catch all of that, it? but wow. <laughs> Katie. I didn't know. Wow. <laughs> did you say these progress? <laughs> Maz, did you, did you, Maz, did you need to hear that again? Do, do you no, want me to play I'm that good. again? Okay. I'm, I'm fine. <clears throat> All right. Oh, thank you. Uh, just checking. Oh. All right. So that that's weather trollbot for you. Uh, oh. Interpreting oh. what Katie and Janice were thinking, and <laughs> I'm so glad their real response was much more polite and uh, better than what trollbot hey, realized. Hey, MJ's right. That's gonna be one. That's gonna be on the Spotify. That's gonna be one long beep. That's just gonna be you know. <laughs> just beep. Yeah, if, if you really, yeah, if you really want to know what Trollbot was thinking, you're gonna have to go back and watch the video because that probably yes. won't show up on the audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. Send me a postcard, drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. And now for something completely different. <laughs> wow. Just saying. <laughs> We need well, to... hold on, Maz. We don't know what's in the inbox. We gotta. <laughs> I do. I got it right here. <laughs> hey, we got four of them for tonight. We got uh, uh, um, four, our, four of our former guests here, WCM at the National Weather Service, Norman Rick Smith. Awesome guy. He was with us on episode 100. Pretty sure I got COVID from him when he hugged everybody goodbye, but I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, that was a long time ago and water under the bridge. But what he said was, hey, Loved the Twisters trailer review reaction. Eh, not entirely accurate, but a surprisingly good analysis of the trailer. So, wow. yeah, a lot of people. Now, here, here's what I, I, I have a little beef with Rick because he said it was a surprisingly good analysis of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking. Like, We're why drinking. was he surprised? I, like, that's I confusing. Phil, but, Phil right. you, you're missing the lead here, though, Phil. He somebody's watching the show and they're liking it and they're liking it. That's a good point. point. Hey, our second one was from our disaster relief telethon team. And uh, Carliana, she said, quote, Hey, ready for a bench PR. Thanks to the coolest merch out there from Stormfront freaks. I want everyone to see it. So awesome. awesome. Pretty cool. Pretty good stuff. Also from our former guest, Lori Bailey. She said, uh, just how cool are these Twister movie keychains that Stormfront freaks were handing out at the Chaser convention? It's the little things that bring me joy. Oh, Oh, you bet. 
I know. Those, those were pretty cool, Phil. That's right. We got one more Tuesday. Just arrived home from working. This is from Nate, by the way. Just arrived home from working a hockey game tonight. Check out what came in the mail today from Stormfront Freaks. Thank you. Purchased our trucker caps seen worn by the Freaks and Reed Timmer. Right on. That was awesome. We're so glad about that. So we love those guys. Thank you all. Thanks for the Freaks fan box. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and, and feel free to mention us on your next post as well. You might uh, you might hear that on the next episode. But uh, I think that just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks Live. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, do us a favor, and if you like the show, uh, share it. Share it on social media because we're doing this live on Twitter, on Facebook, as well as YouTube. Um, share it. Hit that like button, all that cool stuff. It just helps other people find us. That's how you can help us out for doing this stuff for you guys. Um, Mike's got his dog. Mike, how many dogs do you have? That's like your third dog you've shown listen, so far. This is Paxton. Three dog night. We, we named him after Bill Paxton. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. R.I.P. So, how many dogs do you have? We just have two. This two. All right. What's who's the other one? He- Helen. That's Sergeant Hunt? Odafin Tutuola. <laughs> okay. From I see character on uh, SVU. Yeah. That's awesome. What are you drinking when you need it? All right, speak. freaks, freaks. Let's find out how people can find you, Brady. I'll start with you. Uh, at Brady Harris WX. Uh, I don't usually tweet things since I'm not that interesting. I usually just like cat videos. So you can follow me if you want that. Wow, good stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Love that promo. Uh, Greg, Greg, uh, Greg Johnson. Where can people find you and your new book and your yeah. camera easy? All that good stuff. Yeah, on uh, on social it's uh, Tornado Greg, and uh, you can uh, check out CameraEasy.ca if you want to learn how to use your your fancy digital camera. And uh, yeah, I've got a book coming out next week, which is called Camera Canada, and uh, I'm really excited about it. And it'll be available on, at my website at uh, CameraEasy.ca. Is that available in the states, book, Greg? Is that book available I, in the states? It's online, Brady. The okay. Thing about the, okay. Thing about the internet, Brady, is that uh, you can <laughs> access it from any device anywhere on the in in the world. So do you have to well, translate what it? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What'd you say? I said, do you have to translate it? Eh? Oh, <laughs> eh. okay. oh, yeah. Eh. We're going off the rails. Uh, you, now. you got any book signings lined up, or you got anything uh, like that going on? Yeah, the entire month of March. Actually, I'm going to be on the road. Yeah, nice. fun stuff. Greg, right, if Maz. I buy one, will you sign it for me? Yeah, yes, Brady, Brady, okay. shut up. Maz, okay, where, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, I'm on X at MoneyStorm, the number four, the letter U. That's at MoneyStorm for you. And he posts lots of cat videos as well. Um, you can <laughs> find me on Twitter at StormfrontFreak. Uh, we're all over the other social media stuff, too. I just i am not on that that much. So. Um, all right, so I uh, want to do a special thanks to our guest tonight, Mike Scantlin and his 151. Thank you for joining us. Killed it, Mike. Thanks Killed it. Thank you so much. That was a lot of fun, brother. That was good. Um, so our next episode, listen to this, everybody. This is what this is cool. We have a unique kind of storm chaser joining us on the next episode. It's Cassandra Woodson, and, and she's a virtual chaser. She's got a database of hundreds of live public cameras all over the country. So when there are storms, she's got a database. She'll, she'll go to all these different camera sites of these public cameras and uh, look for storms and watch for tornadoes and everything else via all these wow. 
public Whoa. cameras that she can access and anybody can access. So uh, she's going to talk to us about that and how you can basically storm chase from your your lazy boy, I guess. That's pretty and, cool. And I wonder if she used like a drone, Phil, like she chases in a drone or something. That could be. No, okay. It's not really what I said, but um, <laughs> we're going to be doing it. Uh, we're going to be doing this live Thursday, March fourteenth at nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Central. As I mentioned earlier, on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, just search Stormfront Freaks, and you can find us. Uh, the audio podcast will be available that weekend. Uh, so for Brady and Mike and Greg and Maz and MJ Garrett and, and Angela, I'm going to signal the all clear, and uh, we're going to catch you in the next time. So good night, everybody. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. You can watch our bi-weekly show live on youtube.com slash stormfrontfreaks and download the audio version on your favorite podcast player. For links to our Patreon team of exclusive benefits, show notes, past shows, new videos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you're there, check out our interactive chaser radar from our friends at zoomradar.com. If you'd like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Search for Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Jade up!